0: Welcome to 7 Minutes in NYC, your seven-day-a-week NYC capsule cast where the coolest New Yorkers give you the real deal about the city that never sleeps in less time than it takes to butter your bagel. Hosted by Alex Mito of Superfine Art Fair. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to New York City. My name is Alex Mito, and I'm here today with none other than NYC mayoral candidate Art Chang. Art is a mayoral candidate here in New York, so remember to get out and vote on Tuesday. Welcome to the show, Art. Thanks so much. I'm so delighted to be here. We're glad to have you. So, Art, you're well-known in New York City, and we talked a little bit about some of the amazing things you've done with startups. But for any of the listeners out there who are maybe new to this, let's dig a little deeper. So, Art, tell us, do you remember the first day that you came to New York, and what did the city mean to you that day?
1: Um, New York City has been my dream since I was a little boy, and I read a book called From the Mixed-Up Files, and this is Basil E. Frankweiler. Um, one morning, in, uh, in, actually one evening in November of 1981, I can remember this, uh, my roommate was from New York, and we took the train from New Haven, where I was going to school, and at, entered into Grand Central, to this cavern of space that we, where the ceiling was black because there's so much soot and grime. And there were homeless people sleeping all over the floor. And I walked through this kind of almost like a tomb like space. And I just felt so at peace. I felt like I had come home, believe it or not, because for the first time in my life, nobody was looking at me and saying, wow, there's that Asian dude walking down the street. What I looked like and who I was in my race just didn't matter to anybody. They just couldn't care less. And that was such a moment of
0: freedom. And and that's really like the beauty of New York, right? It's just like, I mean, it's maybe a little bit cliche, but it's like the melting pot of the country, if not the world. And it's like, you know, whoever you are, you come to New York and you invent yourself. And I think that feeling is something that resonates with probably a lot of people listening today.
1: Yeah, well, it's like it's like everyone should belong
0: here and everyone's differences should be celebrated here. I love that celebrating your differences in New York City. That's what it's all about. So, our, I want to talk a little bit about the arts. So, actually, I'm going to go a little off script here because before we started this interview, you told me a little bit about what you'd done with the arts before. Why don't you tell our listeners about that, and then we'll talk about protecting the arts.
1: Sure. My first job in 1981 was teaching music at a summer music camp. I was also the audio engineer and the and the photographer and the audio and also the the staff artist. And um, you know, I just loved that. Um, when I went to college, I went to Yale, um, I ended up um, having to work full time. Um, and I had an amazing experience working. Um, I, I got to work in museum exhibit design and construction. I apprenticed in architecture firms. I worked in every job in a restaurant from the back of the kitchen to the front of the house. And then um, after I graduated, I worked, got a chance to work in architecture and, and, and construction and um, ended up working for Ryan Pay, the architect. Wow. So the arts have been very, very central to who I am. Um, and when I started doing startups um, in, gosh, I did my first startup in, actually, when I first moved to New York in 1987, um, but um, then, you know, when I started, help, after I started help start the city's tech industry in, in 1998, um, I ended up starting a number of companies um, at the intersection of technology and the arts.
0: I love that because a lot of people get focused on this like left brain, right brain thing and like, like, Oh, this is business over here. And this is, these are the arts over here. And I mean, it really, you know, I believe that like it all intersects and it's nice to hear the stories of like starting out, you starting out as a music teacher and like the jack of all trades, like photographer, all the things, and then moving into like the tech innovation, startup space. It's so cool. Um, so, how does it relate to with your mayoral campaign? You are talking about protecting the arts. So, let's talk about you know w- what would you do to protect the arts?
1: Well, for, well, the first thing we do is protect people who are who work in the arts, both both people who are the creators as well as the people who do all the things behind the scenes. You know, the arts are a hundred billion dollar contributor to the economy when you think about you know all the tourism and hotels and restaurants and that kind of thing, because you know the arts are who New York is. Like does any tourists come to New York city because they want to go to Starbucks,
0: right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, New York is what it is because of the museums of the performances, the theaters, the musicians, and then all the, all the restaurants and retail that express creativity in those ways, right? That is who New York is. And by the way, almost all of those are also small businesses, yep. right? So when I talk about business, You know, business to me is about creating something that has value to other people that they can consume, whether it's food or whether it's, you know, you know, a drink or because it's it's not just the economic activity. It's actually the social activity is bringing people together and is giving meaning to people. And that's what's so profound about the arts, this deep connection to the rest of the community and to the rest of the world through something which is nonverbal.
0: Right, and and I completely agree with you. I mean, New York—if it's just Chase Banks and Starbucks and CVS—is it, it ceases to be New York, and and it ceases mm-hmm. to be this thing that people come for for Broadway, for the I mean, top visual art market or world or whatever you want to call it, like in the entire world. I mean, that's what people are coming for, and keeping that, you know, part of the economic argument for the city as well as the cultural argument, I think, is so vital. Um, so, I appreciate you sharing that. And I want to seg a little bit into a question because you mentioned the culinary arts a little bit. Where is your favorite place to get good, cheap eats in New York City? Oh, that's a
1: no-brainer for me. Um, Triple D's on Washington Avenue at, near the, at the corner of St. John's Place. Um, okay. It is a hole-in-the-wall Jamaican restaurant with that serves Jamaican curry. I don't know if it's the best one around, but it, it, it really satisfies me. They make an amazing uh, aki. That I love Ooh. having
0: with my curry, on top of my curry. A- Aki is salted codfish, right? Right. I love that. And then I love the uh, kalaloo and the, uh, the beef patties yeah. too. Exactly. Love it. Very cool. All right, Art, I have one last question for you. So I know you've probably, you've been campaigning for the past year or however long. I'm sure you've had some crazy experiences out there. What's one crazy experience you'd share with us that happened while you were campaigning on the street?
1: Well, you know, as as someone who's not a celebrity and who didn't, who came in with very little, you know, name or face recognition, um, the most amazing experience I had was uh, having dinner with my wife uh, last weekend on Third Avenue in Gowanus. And people were literally hopping out of their restaurant tables from the street and coming over and saying, I voted for you or I'm going to vote for you. And then walking into the restaurant and having the waiters come over and say, we recognize you and we're all voting for you you know, that's truly amazing. It really is mo- a moving experience to feel the trust of so many people. And it's a great
0: responsibility and it's really it's really a lot of fun. And that's got to feel really good too. So I, I'm, I'm glad you shared that with us. So everybody, this has been seven minutes in New York City with Art Chang. You can keep up with Art on Instagram and Twitter at Art4MayorNYC, that's the number four, as well as on his website, www.chang.nyc. Art, it's been such a pleasure having you with us today. And I'm sure our listeners enjoyed it as well. Thanks for joining us. Great. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. And everybody remember, voting is Tuesday, June 22nd. So get out there and vote. Rank me number one. We've also enjoyed being here with you today. Listen in every day, seven days a week, for more of our conversations with the movers, shakers, and culture makers of The City That Never Sleeps. Follow us on Instagram at 7 NYC and be sure to post or story anytime you're listening. You can find us online at 7minutesin.nyc or 7minutesinnyc.com. We highly encourage you to get on our mailing list for all kinds of fun New York offers. We also send out the weekly schedule of guests every Sunday so that can help as well. If you're enjoying the show, we'd also appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on your preferred listening platform. That helps other listeners just like you find 7 Minutes in NYC and enjoy our guests' amazing stories. Until next time, New Yorkers and Globetrotters, get out there and make today count.